Punk Revolution now. Welcome to Base News Network. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are very happy. This is our third episode. We're very happy with all the people who've subscribed, are listening, are returning. We appreciate it so much. I'm here. I'm Punk Revolution now. I'm here with Sophie. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. Sophie, a.k.a. Joan of Arca on Instagram. And we are two news addicts ready to present to you episode three of base news network so without further ado let's start with topic number one well well it's happened it's finally happened the day we were all waiting for no well no well sophie no okay sophie do you know what his grandfather did yes exactly okay this is a very complicated topic i mean Shinzo Abe died. Yes. Shinzo Abe was shot twice in the back with a homemade gun by what was his name? Do we know? Oh yeah, we have his name. One second, let me. Here, pull I'll it read it. You read it out loud because you know how to say his name better than I do. Okay. Wait, hold um, on. Wait, no, sorry, my phone's slow. Okay. No. <laughs> I got my Wikipedia article on Nobushuke Kishi. That's up. not how you say it. Dang it! <laughs> Trust me, this is gonna be good. Trust me, we have some good news. Oh. We have some good news. Not good news. Not good. It's not. It's. It's sad news. Neutral news. Neutral news. We're, we're yeah. We're neutral. It's a complicated issue. We keep getting advertisements on the. Uh, one second. All right. God, let me. You won't. You won't hear an ad on Base News Network. I'm. Can I just say real quick? This was supposed to be a a, a moment of respect for Shinzo Abe, and we ruined it by. Well, they just won't, you know, I hate this. It's like, you freak, the freak, I had the article opened up, and now I can't find the name of the assassin. Let me, okay. Can you scroll through my phone and find the assassin's name? Yeah. All right, I'll do some explaining here. Okay. Tetsuya Yamagami. It was the uh, assassinator. Assassin, sorry. Shinzo Abe was the prime minister of Japan for a long time. Yep. And if you know anything about anything... You know that Japan is epic. So killing the president or prime minister of Japan is like killing a little piece of all of our souls, even if the prime minister was the grandson of a fascist. It doesn't matter because Japan has anime. <laughs> he's, he's joking, okay? I'm not he's joking. joking. <laughs> Where's the joke? Tell me what I'm joking about. Okay, well, all right. You explain it, Sophie. You explain it. Okay. If you know so much. All right, so... It's a complicated issue because, um, as many of us know, Japan and the other East Asian nations have a complicated relationship due to um, atrocities carried out by the Japanese during World War II um, They and before when they colonized parts of China, Manchuria, um, Korea, and so on. There were a lot of... Um, I won't get into it, very dark things that happened. There's a complicated history, especially because Japan doesn't really um, want to acknowledge what happened. There have been, you know, some wishy-washy apologies and acknowledgements here and there, but they haven't been making the clearest efforts because it's something that I think they want to forget. Um, I think they want everyone else to forget too. Sophie knows, Sophie knows all this stuff 
very better than I do because she studies it. But one thing I've seen and from what I've been reading is that Shinzo Abe is a part of the right wing, the conservative wing of Japan. Mm -hmm. And a bit, yeah, they're the nationalist party, which is, you know, the right wing party and a big part of nationalism usually is... Comes to fascism. Comes to yeah. fa fascism, denying uh, that your country has done anything wrong and... Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, and it does seem that he was literally, like, literally the grandson of a, a leader during, I don't know when. Well, do you know anything about his grandfather? It seems... I, I don't. Um... Seems like his grandfather was, like, way worse. Like, in terms of, like, literally controlling, I think he controlled, like, a colony in China or something like that. Okay, so if that's true, then he was, like, a col colonial, like... Everyone leader. look it up. Look it up. Because yeah, we, well, we deliver the news, but... We, we, do, we let you do a little bit of your own exploring. We, we, that's the joy of news, we right? We want everybody to have a different perspective, so we give you the driver's seat. Google Shinzo Ambe's <laughs> grandfather and read his Wikipedia. Yep. And you'll see he was a right-wing guy who did some bad stuff. And believe it or not, even though, even though his grandfather was a fascist, and even though Shinzo Abe has a history of downplaying some of Japan's war crimes, guess what? That's not why he was assassinated. Yeah. He was assassinated. Believe it or not. Believe it or yeah. not. The story is kind of weird. I'm going to try to make it simple because it's kind of confusing. The assassin was mad that his mom put his entire, f put the assassin's entire family in financial ruin for donating to the Unification Church that maybe, maybe has some slight association with Shinzo Abe. A Korean church, by the way. A Korean church. Christian church. So, basically, it's the church's fault. It's always the church's fault. They are always doing... They were the ones who did... They were the ones who fought against abortion and tried to ban gay marriage, and now they killed Shinzo Abe! Alright, well, let's, let's back up. Okay. Yeah. Well... When I first, you know, heard this, I was confused because, okay, I think, all right, this is a South Korean church, a church, a Christian church. What would Shinzo Abe have to do with a South Korean Christian church? He was a Buddhist, I believe. Or, a, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure he was a Buddhist, I, mean, I would guess. He was a Shintoist. Was he, was, he? How do you know? I just pick up atheist vibes from him. Okay, so we don't know, but he was not a Christian. The idea of him s supporting or donating money or associating with a Christian church, let alone a, a Korean church, because remember, Japan and Korea have a tumultuous relationship. It seems really bizarre that Shinzo Abe would be in support of, you know, the Korean church because there's so much political tension there. It wouldn't make any sense. But what we've learned from some very brief uh, exploration is that this church um, is conservative and right-wing, which would align with Shinzo Abe's values. Anti-communist. Yes, anti-communist. It does seem like this opens up a can of worms yeah. that somehow connects Korean politics with the Cold War, with the church, with like it's just it's like a bunch, it's like a big web mm -hmm. of things that are like vaguely connected, and maybe yeah. maybe they are all connected in a complicated way that we can't say for sure. But my impression is it doesn't the the connections are very weak. Sounds like a QAnon conspiracy. It's, yeah, it sounds like you a, know they have yeah. QAnon in Japan. They do. They I did call, not know that. They call him Q-san when they write the number 
Q in Japanese is nine, so they write nine san. Wow. Yeah. Is he correct? What, what is what is what is what is Japanese Q anon saying? I'm not really sure. I'm sure it's like really racist and like oh. anti Korea and anti China. <sighs> yeah, it's complicated and feels a little bit. I mean, first of all, someone usually someone who would go out of their way to assassinate a political leader is probably is probably a little crazy, justified or not. Oh yeah, in Japan where there's you have to make yourself a homemade shotgun, right. you got to be a little nuts. So yeah. we're gonna go ahead and say, even though Shinzo Abe is literally the grandson of a a, a fascist and is also a right wing guy, basically we don't we we don't condone the shooting. We're, we're we take the middle ground. We can't we don't say we don't like the shooting, but we don't like it. Yeah. So. I like it a little bit. No, don't say that. You can't say that. I'm sorry. We don't know. I don't know enough about Japan. I don't... Okay. Actually, you're right. I don't... Okay. I don't like it. It's... Okay. It sucks when someone dies. Dying is sad. It was an act of violence. But that's, that person was also not a great person. So it brings up a lot of complicated feelings. And it's hard to, to draw any conclusions. Obviously, like, I don't... I don't know. I'm not a murderous person. I don't wish people to die. I mean, the funny thing is, is that, like, I see a lot of discourse on Twitter, which is usually not a very good place for political discourse, that, like, Shinzo Abe was, like, a far-right nationalist, whatever. And, yeah, he, I mean, definitely, you can go, like... He wanted to um, reestablish the Japanese military. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, although those are all right-wing things I, I don't, I don't love, but, like... I don't know. I just feel like this is this all sounds like stuff like that's like not too far off from like what Joe Biden believes. You know, Joe Biden wants a big military. Yeah. Joe Biden wants to increase immigration, which Shinzo Abe did. Joe Biden wants like a more productive economy. You know, it's like it just seems like the far right in Japan. It just seems pretty neoliberal to me. And I'm sure like yeah. there's some there's definitely some like cultural stuff about just, like cultural conservatism in Japan that I don't fully grasp. That probably rubs a lot of like left wing people in Japan the wrong way. But to me, Shinzo Abe just seems like such a very bland, normal, centrist kind of guy. The it's, motivation is really weird. Yes, it's, I don't know. It's For me, it would make more sense if it was done by, like, a pro-Korean, like a pro politically pro-Korean extremist. That would make sense because of obvious reasons and Shinzo Abe's, you know, ties to oppression in Korea. I understand that. But the assassin was Japanese and... He was actually angry at a Korean church. Yes, it's a weird then, plot twist. It's it's a very weird, complicated situation. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe we'll get more news later. You know, I I, I remember Kiyoshi, my my Japanese friend, was who was like the day after the assassination. My friend Kiyoshi, um, not a big Shinzo Abe fan, but obviously you know against murdering someone just because they have different mm-hmm. views than you. He was saying, like, he was just kind of, like, having kind of, like, a philosophical moment, but he was saying he was, like, having kind of, like, temptations to go down, like, a conspiracy theory rabbit hole. And I feel like all these ingredients really do lay the groundwork for some weird conspiracy... I mean, you got the church, which churches are always up to, you know, sneaky bullcrap. You've got financial, like, a family that's in, like, a, a, a debt... Like right. a hole of debt. Like he read a, something that he was like a smart man who couldn't go to college because his mother had donated all this money. Yeah, it seemed like he had 
some resentment for his own mother, his own mother's actions, and maybe killing Shinzo Abe was like a way to express his his resentment towards her in a way. Yeah, it's interesting because it, it does like using seem... him as a proxy. Yeah, yeah, because it's interesting because it definitely seems like like a, from quotes from journalists, like the assassin was expressing frustration at the church, saying the church brainwashed her. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like, I agree with you. Like, uh, he needed to act. He needed an outlet. And like, he yeah. had to, he had to find someone to blame. I think he just needed therapy. Yeah. Well, clearly, but <laughs> I think, I, I think, think he, Shinzo Abe was a important person that he was familiar with, that he was able to, you know, connect to this church and, I mean, he's not going to kill his mom. He's not going to target... Maybe he won't target someone from this church. I, I don't know. But, like, Shinzo Abe... Killing Shinzo Abe is a bold statement. Yeah, I guess it works. I'm... I'm, I'm I mean, an, everyone's talking about it. I'm anti-unification church now. So, <laughs> it worked. It worked on me. I mean, I don't like... I don't like... Cons- I don't like conservative churches. It was... I don't know. I, at first, I was just very, like, interested. Like, why would... Why would a Japanese politician be interested in this Korean Christian church? But it seems like their political plans and political ideologies kind of work well together. So it makes sense that, though it is a Korean church, it makes sense that that Japanese conservatives would agree with its values if those values are conservative and support Japanese interests in Korea. So it makes more sense now, but as you can see, it's very complicated and yeah. I hope they make a good documentary, a movie. They should make an anime. <laughs> they should make a Shinto Abe anime. All right. Well, we will. Well, I don't. I didn't. I think I saw something on Twitter saying like Shinto Abe does, doesn't like anime or something. Oh. Like criticizing anime. But I could be wrong. Um, it's a very uh, complicated topic, and I'm sure more revelations will arise with time. This is very recent. Um, so it'll be um, interesting to see what else went into the assassination. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm sure we're we're, gonna, we're probably going to get more news from it. It's it's just in a way it feels very anticlimactic. Like one of the most like I I don't know, iconic world leaders just assassinated out of nowhere. He wasn't even in charge anymore. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like it's like in the news like crazy for a few days and then. It's just like the murder doesn't add up in a lot of weird ways, and I mean we're gonna move on. I'm Very not, strange. I'm not saying there's any conspiracy. I don't believe in most conspiracy theories, but it's just we'll see. Maybe we'll get more news. Maybe it's just really this dude who's assassinated him is just a complete nut, and there's really not. Yeah, much he to could it. be really, really, you know. He's got out of his little, mind. He's got to be a little bit nutty. Yeah. Well. But we'll he, see. He did convince me that the Unification Church is bad. Anyways, we should move on to the next most important thing, which is. I think head to head with this assassination of Shinzo Abe in terms of how how philosophical it is. Mm, y'all which is Lana Del Rey's boyfriend. It happened again, guys. This is go. got an, another boyfriend. Yeah, I'll take the reins here, okay? <sighs> Lana has a new boyfriend. And much like some of her previous boyfriends like the cop, which was her boyfriend during the Norman fucking Rockwell era or around that time. Seems a bit, you know, seems a little bit conservative, just visually, stereotypically. Um, people have been doing deep dives into his Instagram account. Um, they found some really, really interesting stuff, which we're about to d- discuss. Um, they found 
pictures with like multiple pictures of like guns like him with guns but there was a picture of him like kissing a man but he also has like camo on and he's like shirtless and he looks like kind of rugged um that picture that we've all been seeing on twitter is also interesting it's um lana and uh this new boyfriend are standing in front of cook county jail they're just i don't know why they're there i don't know what they're doing i don't know why who took the picture um i guess it's just a good representation of like what lana del rey's image has has um become which has changed a lot when i saw the picture in front of lana del rey or i'm sorry of lana del rey and her new boyfriend in front of the corrections facility or prison or jail or whatever it was to me the first thing that came to my mind was like this is the most transparent bait ever. Like, this is the mm-hmm. most transparent, let's get the controversy going, let's get the people talking. Because every time there's, like, a controversy with Lana Del Rey about her saying things that are, like, debatably racist, her saying things that are deb- debatably misogynist or whatever, there's always things. To me, it's just like, okay, she's throwing softballs. Like, this is so... Like, there's clearly a little bit of... You think it was intentional? I think there's no doubt. It's, it's a picture of her and her boyfriend in front of a corrections facility. Why the yeah. hell would they be in front yeah. of a corrections facility? Why a good would they point. say, That's a good point, hey, actually. Here, can someone hold this camera and take a picture of me and my boyfriend in front of the corrections I've, facility? I've never thought of Lana as a, um, a schemer like that. I really never have thought of her that way, but it's po- it's very possible. And I that's never occurred to me, honestly. But now that I think about it, um, all of these boyfriends have kind of lined up with certain musical releases because now we know that Lana's dropping new music soon and yes now we learn no wow now we learn about this new boyfriend so it is interesting and I I've been seeing memes about like oh this new album's gonna be great because this breakup's gonna be insane like Lana has a gay boyfriend which of course is biphobic but um Every single time. No, this is... I actually... You, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to plug my YouTube channel, but if you search Punk Revolution now, Lana Del Rey, you will see I have videos accusing her a year ago. Really? A year ago of stirring up controversy in order to build up hype for her album. I accused her exactly that. And there's so many... There's so many instances. Remember the masks? God. The masks yeah, she wore? Right. Right. The mask that had a bunch of holes in it? I like, never thought about that. I just thought, oh, it's just Lana being weird because, like... Yeah. I've been a fan of Lana for a long time. I know her faults. I know, I know how cringe she is. I know, like, I know that her music is interest. I mean, for me, it's very, it's nostalgic. I, I kind of like the like glamour of it and the like theatrics of it, uh, like cin- how cinematic it is. Even if it's a little bit cringe, um, it just. I like it. I mean, my favorite of her albums is Norman Fucking Rockwell, which is like a much more like honest album. It's a good album. It's a good album. It's critically acclaimed. I think Pitchfork called it the best album of the decade, which is kind of crazy. So it's a, it's a, regardless if you agree, but it's a critically acclaimed album. I think it's a good album. I think it's her best. I think her songwriting is much more mature and personal. It's not as, I mean, people accuse Lana of being a character. Yeah, in her just, music, and this felt a lot more genuine, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I, it's, it's hard for me to say. I feel like something happened after Norman effing Rockwell. I'm not gonna say the f word, even though I say it all the time. That something, I feel like, because okay, so I just remember Fud, Norman fudging Rockwell. Norman fudging Rockwell. I feel like something happened. Like she, she, she started dating her her boyfriend 
her cop boyfriend. And also, okay, so I, I just remember with the, the, the chemtrails over the country club, she posted the album artwork. There was comments in the Instagram saying, hey, it's just a bunch of white women at a country club and there's like no POC in this album artwork. What's going on? And then she replied saying, I'm not racist. I have lots of friends who are rappers. And like, it's just like, to I me, never saw that. Oh you, my God. She's I didn't done, know she said that. She's done, and it's like, she's done this so many times that like, I mean, I, I have to keep up with it as a music critic that like, mm. and it's not just, it's not just Lana Del Rey. It, there's like Kanye West too. Every time. Yeah, that's, every that's time. a good point. I never thought of her as someone to do that, but they all now do that it. you put it out there, it's, because I've always thought of Lana as like a very like independent woman. Like she does what she wants. She doesn't really care what people like. She's gonna be cringe. She's gonna do what she wants, no matter what people say. She's gonna be like authentic, even though a lot of her like music is seems like it is about a character. But I always thought of Lana as like a fr- like a free spirited person who just does what she wants to do. Like, I mean, that's why she dresses the way she does now. Like, she doesn't really have that like glamorous look anymore. She looks different. Her body has changed, and that's not a bad thing. It's just she looks different. Her clothing's different. Her social media presence is a little different. Her music's different. So she's she's sort of behaving in like presenting herself in a in an unmarketable uh, at least in a, un, I, I guess it's marketable because it's like causing controversy but she's not exactly like it's not cool she's not trying to be cool or conventional she's she looks like a very normal person well uh, and I, she didn't used to look like a normal person but now she does my theory and this is my i think i think i might be right about this i could be wrong i think okay so i think i think you and I have a, like pretty different perspectives and the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But I feel like Chemtrails Over the Country Club and Blue Bannisters were both bad, just bad albums, and mm-hmm. that's when the controversy started. I think she is compensating for her music not being as good mm-hmm. by, like, there's, there's, a, like, there's, a, there's a lot of, of um, like... I, I just, mean, yeah. she. I mean, she might be just kind of a right wing person now, which is possible. You know, if she's just like into like cultural conservatism. Maybe culturally. Um, but okay, Lana never voted for Trump. That's a common misconception. Never voted for Trump. Never claimed to be Republican. Um, she tried to hex Donald Trump. If you remember yeah, that, she doesn't like Trump. She, she said something positive about Trump, though. That that's what did she say? I forget. Ex- let me let me look it up. Let me look it up because there's a reason why people have the misconception that she voted for Trump is because she said. I feel like it's because she looks like a Republican now, and like she did that question for the culture thing. Oh, interesting. So. Yeah, like there's. Okay. I've never seen this before. So she received pushback for stating that President Donald Trump didn't know he was inciting a riot at the U.S. Capitol, uh, and then Lana Del Rey clarified that he wasn't trying to defend she him. She said Trump is so significantly impaired that he may not know what he's doing due to his significant lack of empathy. Yes. And the wider-ranging problem is the issue of sociopathy and narcissism in America. Wow. That's a statement. Yeah. So people think she supports Trump. She doesn't, clearly. She's made that very clear. But that does... I mean, she's not exactly, like, a lefty-left, like, woke person. She see the, see what I mean? Like she does what she she says what she wants to say. She does what she wants to do. That's my perception. But maybe some of that is an act to make people listen to her music. 
it's really hard for me not to think of it as an act. Not, I mean, you know Lana Del Rey's music better than I do, but it's hard for me not to think of it as act. It's just because I'm so used to artists pulling this mm-hmm. kind of crap. And it's not just Lana Del Rey. I'm not trying to single out Lana Del Rey. I just, I just see it a lot. I'm just seeing her all the time. People talking about her for this thing she said, this thing she wore, and, like, why is she with this new boyfriend, this and that. And maybe, you know, maybe it is just her doing her life, but... It just so happens she's doing some stuff that's getting a lot of conversation going, you know, a few months before her album comes out. I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think it's got to be somewhere in the middle. Um, Do you remember how lopsided Blue Bannisters was where it's like, or just weird because like, you know, it's like her usual kind of Lana music. And then the middle, it's like that trappy. Do you remember that? I remember. I remember. It was crazy. It was like like spaghetti Western, like trumpets. And then they, the. It's like, and then it goes, and it's like, come on, like, really? This is not, no. That yeah. I remember listening to it and being so angry. Like, no, yeah. come on, Lana, no. She, so I was angry about that. But I guess, like, yeah, she has a new boyfriend. He's a, quite a character. Um, I. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, the the streets have saying have been saying that he's attractive. I d- honestly don't really remember what he looks like that much. He's like rugged and like he just looks like a cop to me. Yeah, <laughs> he just I looks mean, like a cop to me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah. but Whatever. it should be interesting to see what what happens. Some Lana's dated yeah. some interesting guys. We'll we'll keep our eye out for it. Maybe you know what I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be open minded. Maybe Lana Del Rey is just a free spirited person. That's my perception, but you've opened my eyes a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I think we should watch what happens over the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, we can, we, can, we can keep an open mind. I'll try to look at it from your perspective. You can try to look at it from my more mm-hmm. conspiracy kind of perspective. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's move on to the next topic. And this is kind of, this is actually surprising me. It's, we're going to talk more about Elon Musk. The reason it's surprising me is because I don't, like Elon Musk, I mean that's that's not why it's surprising. It's just I I've always heard that the cliche with Elon Musk is that he's so rich not because he's like actually a genius when it comes to like making amazing products, even though some of his fanboys will say so, but more so just because he has like he's kind of iconic. He's like a celebrity as much as he is a business tycoon. Um, and I was like, I don't he's know. Eccentric. He's eccentric. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know if that's true. But now the fact that like. We're having two podcasts in a row where we're talking about Elon Musk. His name is Elon Musk. Like, that's a crazy name. Elon Musk's father had a baby with his stepdaughter. Elon Musk's... Okay, Elon Musk's father's stepdaughter yes. had a baby with Elon Musk's stepfather. Oh, my God. The no. Wait, wait. Oh, his, okay, his father. Elon Musk's father so the so elon musk is actually not related to the story but i do think it's so it's elon musk's father so that's a person person a elon musk's father had a baby with elon musk's father's stepdaughter his okay so he had elon's dad god how many times we're gonna explain elon's dad had a baby with his own stepdaughter his own his very own so and apparently met her when she was quite young is what i've heard um so i'm like a woody allen type of situation very similar yeah and i guess i guess even though elon musk is actually not in this story at all besides the fact that he's a relative to this like really creepy thing 
I think it's just a sign that he's a family he's in a family of sociopaths i think that's, that's all there is to it it's crazy i mean can you kyle can you oh did i am not supposed to no you can okay yeah no it's all good okay okay um well do you can you uh tell tell everyone uh what elon musk's dad said about uh having children elon musk's father recently said that like his his like purpose his only purpose in life anymore on this planet is to reproduce and there's a couple there's a couple things that come to mind. One, I think that's first off just pathetic. I feel like someone who thinks their only mission in life is to reproduce and then they reproduce with their stepdaughter has just been watching way too much pornography. And also, oh um, you know, Elon Musk himself has said similar things. When the news broke that Elon yeah. Musk had twins with an executive, um, while he was with Grimes, while, yeah, the baby the baby was were born around the same time that Grimes' baby with Elon Musk was born, which means they he was sleeping with them basically at the same time. Elon Musk responded with a tweet saying, my, he said that, like, I am contributing to fighting the the global underpopulation issue. Um, Come on, dude. But, which is... But if we take a step back, though, it makes sense. And I was going to say this, but you kind of took a, the words out of my mouth. Not in a bad way. Sorry. That's so mean. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mention No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I was just going to mention this, but you mentioned it before me because you're smart. Is that it's... Hearing Elon Musk's father say that, like, m- makes so many things make more sense now. Yeah, yeah. Like, no wonder Elon Musk is fa- fathering so many children. Like, because he's had a ton of children with other p- women, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no wonder he's doing that, because his dad's crazy and says yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, you I know? mean, yeah, what about, what about, like, for, you know, if you're, think about, like, don't you want, don't you want your purpose in life to love your family nurture them help them grow and be happy people no my only purpose in life is to reproduce that's just gross that's gross that's to me says something's wrong with your brain and elon musk's brain is also broken in the same way also if you like talk about their sort of role in south africa as like colonial yeah i have no clue about i don't really understand that either like allegedly they own a, a diamond company yeah, like, or something it sounds a little bit like apartheid it sounds a little yeah. bit sus i don't know whenever the i see details yeah. whenever i see stuff like that on twitter i'm usually skeptical because people tend to exaggerate stuff on twitter but now that we can so clearly see that his family is just a family of complete sociopathic freaks i i'm gonna go ahead and believe the most extreme most critical stories and those, about apartheid and those, and those comments make it even weirder because yeah. it's like oh we gotta pr- reproduce like it's almost like feels a little bit like getting into sus territory if you know what i mean it seems like uh, we gotta reproduce and we gotta spread our genes and we gotta spread our culture like yeah especially if you live in south africa it's a little bit a little bit weird yeah it's like that's just saying if you're if you're a south african white south african and who elon musk oh sorry go ahead yeah i i think you're i think you're right i don't i don't even think it's a joke i think that elon musk being told his entire life that he's a super genius who's capable of doing everything even though he's rich just because he's a uh he's good at playing the stock market and and doing illegal things such as lying saying he's gonna buy twitter when he's not by the way which is a crime and he should go to jail for it but he's not he's gonna pay a 20 million dollar fine whatever he caused pierre and a lot of, of emotional pain and and stress yeah so, but imagine you've been told your whole life that you are just like a genius. You're like a genetic genius. I've heard that he was really like bullied as a child. 
Okay, like so a, like severely bullied, which makes sense. That's gonna that's probably gonna probably contribute a, make make you the, just even more neurotic. The in narcissism, a yeah. You know? Also, I I I don't know if you've heard this, but allegedly Elon Musk like really prefers blonde women. Makes that's it gross. even creepier, right? That's gross. Leading back to the sus aspect of this, and I think incur maybe encouraged Grimes to uh, dye her hair blonde to be more acceptable. Um, I I think that happened. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean that's a that's it a couple, sounds about right. That sounds about right. I know that happens. People do do sad things because of their uh, you know sociopathic billionaire partners. But I will say that I think. At this point, Elon Musk is going pretty just mask off, like far right wing kind of guy with this with Ron announcing DeSantis. a support announcing his support for Ron DeSantis, talking about okay, you know, un, you know, if you want to have a conversation about underpopulation versus under, overpopulation, sure, we can have that conversation. But to frame it around literally just going around cheating, impregnating your executives that you know that there's so many un, like to just erase all the unethical stuff, like it's just it's just it's it's unhuman. It's like you just don't have human emotions it's it's fudged, it's fudged up yeah so i'm worried you know and the thing is it's like bill gates bill gates is a, a classic just boring boring billionaire makes a lot of money off his boring technology company and then just goes around smiling he and does some weird stuff he, i'm sure he, we can safely say that bill gates is up to some sus stuff if you're a billionaire you absolutely are exactly but bill at least bill gates like smiles and talks about charity and talks about like vaccines and saving the world and stuff elon musk he, for whatever reason, doesn't feel like he needs to wear that same mask that Bill Gates does. Elon Musk at this point is kind of just letting the world know, yep, I'm a freak. Yep, I, I it won't be, I don't think it's going to be that long until we hear Elon Musk say some really, really, like, shockingly, like, disturbing kind of, like, racist kind of rhetoric. I think that's next. I think that's next. I think we're going to hear him say some really racist stuff. Yeah, it's, it's scary, especially if he's from... Africa, the continent of Africa. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's pro. I'm sure he's like secretly pro apartheid. It's scary, um, but yeah. And also, I mean, in other news, like Grimes and, and Chelsea Manning broke up. I know uh, that's yeah, sad. Puran cried for four hours. It's sad that Grimes lasted longer with Elon than she did with Chelsea. That wasn't when I heard about that. That was so epic. I know it that was, was cool. like such an epic move. Like, yeah, I'm gonna break up with Elon, and now I'm with Chelsea Manning, who's like the exact opposite of Elon Musk. We should get Chelsea Manning on the podcast. She told me she listens. <laughs> I she broke I, up. They broke up because of our podcast. Oh, but I'm, I will say too. I'm sorry. Um, I just want to reiterate this though. This is not a stupid, funny headline with Elon Musk saying he's going to buy Twitter and then he doesn't. What he's doing here is just blatantly, completely blatantly breaking the law, hurting a lot, like freaking out a lot of people who work for Twitter, all the employees there, hurting a lot of people, breaking the law. And for him, he's benefiting from it. He's, he sees a very clear opportunity. Like, yes, I can break the law here and I'm going to pay a very small fine, but because I'm going to be in the news more and Base News Network is going to be forced to talk about me, I'm going to keep my stock, my Tesla stock prices high. So it's a, it's a situation where Elon Musk is financially incentivized to break the law, which is a very broken system. I think he should go to jail, frankly. I think, that's, I think him paying a $20 million fine, $50 million, $100 million fine, 
it's all way cheaper than actually buying t- Twitter for $50 billion. So it's a slap in the wrist. I think in order to get Elon, because this is the second time he's done this, um, he also said that he was going to take Twitter, I mean, uh, Tesla private when he didn't, which is the same crime. And he did it, and it worked really well for him because he was in the news and he, he paid a small fine. So he did it again. This is Elon Musk committing financial crimes because it's profitable. That's a broken system. And Elon Musk is going to keep doing it. He's going to keep profiting it off of it, unless unless he actually has to pay, like either he has to like lose everything, which I don't think he I don't think would happen. I think the system's too broken for that. Or maybe he just spends a little bit of time in jail. He just got a little bit humbled by Trump as well. He got he got owned by he Trump. He got roasted by Trump, which is interesting because I've seen you know conservatives kind of like Trumpies like initially started being like yeah elon's based you know oh and now but now trump just kind of humiliated him on his whatever what truth network what's his like truth social social. truth social um it sounds like base news network but worse (laughs) it's awesome i want to i think we should make an account on truth social i'm very tempted to I'm I think cu- it'd be funny. I'm curious to see what's going on over there. Should, you know, you should shit post. I'm like, just put. Po- I'm just gonna post my memes on. Are there. Are you allowed to post leftist content there? I mean, if they're, I mean, anti-censorship, then I don't see why not. Yo, well, we'll we'll test it. We'll see. We'll yo, see. yo, what if what if we just got a ton of liberals and leftists to all just hop over to Truth Social? I and just then, shit post on. I should just start posting my memes on there. Honestly, if we want if we want to de-radicalize the far right. Mm-hmm. We should probably go on Truth Social and post a bunch of like left wing content, but pretend, but like spin it in a conservative way, like make it. I mean, I don't know how you do that, but like, oh, oh, like oh, a psyop, you oh, know pretend, I mean? pretend to be a conservative, get a huge conservative following, and then like post like, you know what, Bernie Sanders has a really good point with this article, and then just like yeah. completely. <laughs> well, actually, I heard something interesting about like de radicalizing people um, from someone I work with, and. He was basically saying that in order to de-radicalize people, you have to infiltrate um, these like very, you know, like QAnon, like conspiracy theory circles on the Internet and start, I mean, engaging with them and then start posting like fake stories that are just so obviously not true that the like conspiracy theorists seeing those those posts start to question their own beliefs and apparently that works yeah um and i wonder i wonder if that could be implemented on um, true social or true whatever the fuck it's called sorry fudge yeah no 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 it's all good i will say you know as someone who i would i would call myself a socialist every once in a while on twitter i see someone who's also a socialist post something that is absolutely nuts if i if i'm if you know i'm a socialist and i see another socialist post something that's like defending russia and saying russia is justified for killing a bunch of ukrainians or whatever to me i'm like oh that that makes me feel bad like oh i I, i'm in the same ideology of Mm -hmm. like people who believe stuff that this that's this insane it does get me a little nervous and you know for me i i don't know I'm, i'm pretty comfortable and happy with my own political views uh but i could definitely see if you have like a really small niche specific conspiracy that you're a part of and then you start seeing oh like i can see i can definitely see it being an awakening yeah i can see it working and though you would be spreading misinformation it would be so obviously not true like it had to be extremely obviously fake like i don't know like the liberals are developing 
No, that's, I mean, even that's, like, not that crazy. Like, the liberals... Um, it's kind of hard to think of something yeah. so crazy because it seems like, like people believe everything now. Yeah, that's true. So, like, um, I was going to say, like, our eating children but they already a lot of but people they actually believe, believe that yeah but it'd be something something like that but even more crazy and i can't think of a, a specific example off the top of my head but i'm sure if you look up this concept you can find something interesting but i mean i think these days like people are really thinking about like how do we de-radicalize people because it seems kind of dangerous and it's the internet dangerous. is ex- accelerating these processes i'm and, i'm willing to do anything to de-radicalize people if i need to if i need to bite my lip or bite my tongue and say things that are more moderate than I believe in order to persuade people, I'll do it. If I need to go outside and protest and, you know, do it. If I need to go protest, I'll do it. Anything I think is going to be effective to help de-radicalize people, we got to do it. Everybody, everybody has a responsibility. Every single person in this country has a responsibility because I'm, 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 gen- I'm starting to see some very, very, I mean, we've all been seeing where this country's been going the past 10 years, but... I, I feel, I'm feeling like we're seeing some pretty like borderline genocidal kind of white nationalism and trans honestly transphobia too. I feel like some of it's getting really really yeah. scary. So we, you know I think we all have a moral responsibility to whatever it takes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I any of us really knows what the secret sauce is. How do you derail? Like what's the secret to preventing this country from going off the rails? But we all got to put our put our two cents in to try to try to slow it down try to try to help we actually you, you have you have no choice you have no choice but to engage with these far right people to try to just nudge them a little bit you know they you know I don't think you're going to get someone who's far right and then turn them into a, a like a leftist but if you could take someone who's far right and then just bring them a like maybe I don't know just a little bit closer to the center right that's a win you got to take you got to take what you can get mm-hmm. you, you know unfortunately yeah. cuz things are getting that bad yep Great. Anything? Oh, um, anything else on anything else about Trump or Elon Musk and Grimes? I think I think we covered most of it. Okay. Um, I'm sure time will tell. I'm sure something crazy will happen with them all in like a day. So yeah, we'll see next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I guess kind of bringing it back to our brief conversation about um, Lana Del Rey and the big question of. Is she purposely inciting controversy for selling her album? We don't know for sure, but with Elon Musk, that's just at this point completely without a doubt what's going on. Um, it's just it's just really sad that he's he's kind of he's kind of building up that engagement by um, engaging more with with really dangerous right wing politics when America's right wing has gotten extremely dangerous. So shame on you, Elon Musk. Um, but you know what? Hopefully, hopefully we can kind of bring back some, some good old fashioned, you know, tear down the freaking bourgeoisie politics because that's what we need. America needs that. And Elon Musk is the prime. He's literally the richest man in the world. He's, he's the, he's the fascist bourgeoisie. So bringing it back to the, I I think, I think politics is more fun that way. It's more fun to attack elites than it is to get mad at like, you know, working class people. Who are, vo- who are voting for Trump because they're dumb. It's more fun to get mad at Elon Musk. So that's my two cents. But anyways, um, we're going to move on to my, my, this is my topic. Yeah. So he's going to, he's going to mansplain a little bit on this one and I'll, I'll add my thoughts. Okay. If they arise. 
I don't, I don't like being told I'm going to mansplain, but we're going to be talking about Metallica on Stranger Things. So, of course, I'm going to have to mansplain. So, yeah, neither of us watch Stranger Things. So, I'm going to be honest with you. We're based, we're based on facts. So, because we don't watch Stranger Things, I'm going to not say that much about it. But I will say that Metallica is notoriously... I think it's hard to think of a band that has fallen from grace as much as Metallica. Both musically what's, fu- what's so funny about it what's so funny it's so true it's so like, true because uh, when you say that i think of like how every like like random person has like a metallica shirt and like they don't listen to metallica like no. they've sold out so bad is what i i assume you're saying it's it, yeah it's it's the most i think it's the most extreme example <laughs> of selling out because metallica's first three albums are literally freaking incredible they're literally amazing like Ride the Lightning, Master of... Po- okay, you know, I'm sorry. Did I, fr- did I say first three albums? I meant to say first four albums. Metallica's first four albums are literally, like, genius. They're they're freaking, like, Mozart genius. And I know that's kind of, like, corny and cliche to say, but it's freaking true. Like, it's like... I don't know. It's like, it's like imagine if Pablo Picasso started, like, just straight up doing, like, advertisements for Coca-Cola. That would just... That's, like, that's how bad of a yeah. fall it is. That's like a wow! I didn't know it was possible for someone to to who's capable of making such good art to aggressively sell out so much. And the reason I'm saying that now is because so with Kate Bush, we kind of you know on our first episode we talked about like oh it's it's you know we 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 kind of were kind of spinning around like joking about it being like a sellout thing even though kate bush was just really like chill about it metallica's like digging in they are digging and they're like yes we encourage you stranger things watchers come listen to our whole discography metallica's discography is open for the whole world we've got pl- if you like that song we've got plenty of songs just like that with this D- gen z can love like they're pushing they're pushing it so hard and it's like because someone on someone on metallica's like instagram page commented like oh great now stranger Thing, Stranger Thing fans are going to be listening to Metallica, which is the correct opinion. You don't want Stranger Things fans to listen to Metallica. They're not going to get it. They aren't. And now all of a sudden, Metallica, Metallica literally responded to the comment like, "Hey, now, actually, everyone can, everybody listen to Metallica." So, it's sad. It's so sad. Metallica rocks. I'm a music critic. I'm here to tell you. I I love... Listen, I love trashing popular bands. I really do. I love it. If Metallica was good, I would probably tell you they're terrible. But they're amazing. So I'm going to be honest with you and say that they're freaking amazing. Their first four albums. They did a freaking collaboration in 2010 with Lou Reed. That's epic. But it was really bad. But I like it. I, I like I, I think at this point I like Metallica's modern music the same way I like Weezer, Weezer's kind of like contemporary stuff where it's like yeah this is cringe but I like cringe I like cringe so Metallica's evolved from like an artistically good band to oh I'm still mansplaining aren't I I think it's really funny I'm like laughing cracking up this entire because you're so pa- I've never seen you so passionate about anything I really like Metallica. That impression of Metallica was really funny. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, you opened my eyes. I mean, as someone who does not listen to Metallica, my perception of Metallica has been plagued by their commercial yeah. uh, brand, like branding, I guess. Like, or their commercial 
ventures. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're notoriously, like, uh, they, there was some lawsuit a while back um, where they, they, like, sued someone who pirated their music, which is just unbelievably... I don't know the details, so I could be a little bit wrong about that, but the point is, is, like, they've, they've dove in headfirst into the money-grabbing kind of... Like, they don't care. They don't care about the money-grabbing stuff affecting their image because they are making too much money for them to care, obviously, which is, you know, whatever. But... Um, it's not punk. It's not punk. It's not punk. And yeah, I w- like for example, I would I want to I want to play some Metallica out of my phone into the microphone right now, so you can so you can all hear how good Metallica is, even though everyone already knows. But I I am actually concerned about doing that because I'm afraid they would sue us. And I think you know if I were to pull up Kate Bush, I don't. I mean, I it's probably illegal to play Kate Bush on a podcast because of copyright stuff. But I wouldn't be scared that Kate Bush would sue us. Metallica, I'm a little scared of. Yeah, Kate Bush likes to hide away in her little castle and then send her little monthly emails so that people know she's still alive. So, yeah, they couldn't be more different. From They're each very other. different. They're very different. Kate Bush is based. So now, yeah, Kate Bush is based. I love so, Kate Bush's music. So I, I never listened to Metallica. I think the real problem here is Stranger Things. I don't know. The common denominator. The common denominator. Yeah. We need to. We need to cancel Stranger Things. Oh my the goodness. The next. The I. I, I will rejoice when the, the final season comes. Okay, I feel, actually, I feel like I'm going to offend a lot of Stranger Things fans. Let me clarify. I've seen the first season, and I thought it was, it was okay. I, I liked it, um, but it just wasn't for me. And I understand why people like it. And I haven't seen the other seasons, so I guess I, I don't know. And I've heard the streets are saying that it's good. And I, a lot of people like it, so it's probably good. But I don't watch it, so I don't really know. So... I'm just hating on Stranger Things for no reason, and I'm very sorry because I'm sure a lot of people listening like Stranger Things, and I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm not sorry. I think that I, I'm not sorry. I don't want. I don't watch it. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. But I'm just telling you right now from the little clips I've seen online, it's cringe. And if you like it, you're cringe. And I'm not sorry. And you know what? My guess is next. Was it we on season four? Is next season season five? The final season. Next season, final season, season five. They're going to play some My Bloody Valentine and all you freaking little kids are going to be doing little They're going Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be doing TikTok dances to My Bloody Valentine like, "Yeah, I'm different. I listen to shoegaze because I found it on Stranger Things." And it's going to like My Bloody Valentine is going to go to the top of the billboard. My Bloody Valentine already sold out though. They did a collaboration with Supreme. They did? They did. Oh god, that's so bad. So you want, yeah. I was just thinking while we're recording this and you look on the monitor this looks like the Loveless cover. Like the it does. the look cuz we're looking right now at the like the audio recording and like it's a like bright pink background and then like kind of like a brown. Yeah, we're we're in my recording studio doing some uh mm-hmm. doing some digital analysis of the WAV files. The what? Oh. Oh. My sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. Maybe it's maybe it's a wave file. Maybe I don't know. But the point is, is y'all. as a twenty-six-year-old, as a twenty-six-year-old who's help been following me. the news and music for over help ten me. years, you're gonna see every single artist from My Bloody Valentine to Metallica to Kate. But every every single musician you love, they're gonna hurt you someday. And just like Fireman. Fireman. We don't talk about Fireman. <laughs> not yet. Not until the new album comes out. So. With that, I think we can move on to our last topic, which is probably the most probably the most epic news probably of our lifetimes until they discover aliens, which they might soon. The James Webb Telescope, Bill Nye, take it away. 
Bill Nye, the science guy. James Webb Telescope. James, the James Webb Telescope is incorporating digital technology. The James Webb Telescope is a big telescope the size of a bus, the size of a school bus that has been shot out to Pluto in order to get a a good view of the entire universe going all so space and time are the same thing so the further away you go the further back in time and we are saying all the way back to the beginning of the universe using unique frequency using heat so basically the telescope is using some specific uh, specific spectrum of heat in order to see out in space so they had to put it out into Pluto in order for the telescope to be cold enough so because if it's off close to the sun the heat is going to distract the telescope so it goes all to this Pluto where it's cold so we can see in the universe (laughs) and now we have pictures of the universe and what do we find nothing more freaking stars it's just a picture of more stars i don't care i want to see aliens they told me i was gonna see aliens oh my okay (laughs) all right well i really don't know how to to follow that on this that was i've never seen i've never seen you so passionate I love the James Webb Telescope. I've been, you know, I've been following. You know what? Your I voice have, is like lower and like more. Yeah, my, the, the, I, I'm a space. It alpha. awakens something in him. I, yeah, I love space. No, I'm not gonna lie. I have been following the James Webb Telescope. You actually have. I have been following oh, the James Webb Telescope you have. since over a year ago. <laughs> I swear. I thought you were gonna say like ten years. I, no, not oh, that long. Okay. I like. I literally was like so excited the day it launched into and space. And you're disappointed. I'm not disappointed. It's just I know it's gonna take some time. But you saw the like pretty pictures though, right? The pic- yeah, the pr- the like pictures the ones are pretty. With, like, the like nebula or whatever the f- it's called. Yeah, I but like I can freaking go on Dolly three and freaking put I can put in space and look at pretty pictures. I don't want. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It really is. Wait, but what, what were you expecting them to find? Well, I or mean, hoping that for them. To well, it, it it just got up there. They still have to like analyze a ton of data and stuff. I was hoping for a discovery. It's okay. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. But they put it. They put. They put the telescope in there not to look at pretty pictures, even though that's a great bonus. But they put it up there so we can learn more about our universe. And like, I love these photos. They're they're stunning. I'm just like so eager. Like, tell us something. Tell us about how you. How tell us about how the universe was made. Tell us about aliens. Tell us about God. Tell us about the the age um, of the universe. Yes, I love I love discussions like these though, because like. I think we often forget that we live on a, you know, a, a piece of rock in the, you know, we live on a planet we among many planets and we live in a galaxy among many gla- galaxies. Like we often forget that because we're concerned with our daily lives. It's not, I mean, it's not a super, that's not a profound statement to make, but I think we often forget like the larger picture. So when you really stop to think about like, how insignificant I mean everyone thinks this but like how insignificant we are and like how vast the universe is your mind goes to some interesting places does it make you feel good or bad I don't know I don't think it makes me feel bad it mostly makes me feel curious because I'm a curious person um I don't I don't feel the idea that humanity has no purpose does not depress me because I think that by virtue of existing and having a consciousness that we can determine our the own our own meaning for existence and we can make our own meaning for existence um i definitely we may not inherit we may not have some in any inherent 
purpose. Maybe we do. I don't think we do. But because we are living and there's nothing we can really do to fully understand that we can, we shouldn't, you know, do our best to like make life the most like peaceful and, you know, ethical I think that's probably why... thing that is possible. I don't know. <sighs> Sorry for interrupting you. Uh, gosh, that's so, such a bad look at the end of the podcast. All right. Um, I was just going to say, I agree with everything you said, and... Wait, did I just interrupt you just to agree with you? That's really bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, I mean... Clearly, this is a, an emotional topic. I think, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I was going to So you saw how excited I got about the James yeah. Webb Telescope. Mm-hmm. The excitement, like I said, was because I'm hoping for some discoveries. And mm. the reason I'm hoping for some discoveries is it it goes it goes deep. You know, there's obviously just the curiosity. Like, yeah. you want to know what the heck's going on in space. But, you know, like, you were talking about there is definitely comfort and being able to create your own meaning in the, meaning in the universe and, you know, you don't have to necessarily fall into, like, a nihilistic rabbit hole about nothing matters because it's just a bunch of particles, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, for me, I feel like I do, I can't help it. I do kind of go back and forth between finding comfort in how meaningless everything is, but also it does kind of scare me, and it would be nice, like, if there was some, like, just, I mean, I don't think the James Webb Telescope is going to, you know destroy my inner nihilism but it's nice to think that maybe if we have a little bit of better understanding of what's going on that maybe i can i mean i'm just curious i like i like the, i, I want to know more yeah i agree i do want to know more i because like i said earlier like if you stop to think like how fucking insane everything is like and how vast everything is it it makes you think like I always wonder like what happened before the big bang well there was nothing what does nothing mean what creates nothing how does you know like where what is the origin and how how can something just spontaneously happen like that like the creation of the universe like that's crazy to think about right how is that possible how what's before and what is what does nothing look like I don't even know if there was nothing before the big bang but that's what they say is that what they say yeah I thought I, I, I don't think so. Let me look it up. I mean, I feel like I feel like Big Bang. The Big Bang was when the universe was created, but that doesn't necessarily mean there was nothing beforehand. Like, I don't really know. I from, from my understanding is the Big Bang was. What do you say? You, you, um. Okay. So. Okay. Inflation tells us that the period of time before the Big Bang was extremely cold, almost at absolute zero, and it was empty of everything but empty space and empty space carried energy that's okay so what yeah so this idea like what existed before existence that says there was an infinitely dense tiny ball of matter then it all went bang okay so why did it do that what created this ball of matter what's before that like how does okay because there has to be an origin to everything right no or not no what if what if like okay so infinite origins I suppose. no what if there's no origin what if what if it just happens to exist and there's no beginning of time and it's just it's just there but for my like human mind i can't conceive of that because everything like around me has an origin yeah it's a, it's very it's i a, can't even conceive of that no yeah like something always existing yeah no but, but never being created how does that work how 
I mean, it I, makes no sense. The universe is to me, full of yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like we don't know anything. And that's the thing is, I've tried reading books on this stuff, and you can find some great physicists who write great books about the universe and how it's all, how quantum physics and the you know theory theory of general relativity, blah blah blah, all connect and everything. And you can spend a lot of time trying to wrap your head around all that stuff, and it's cool, interesting stuff. But no matter how much you do digging, even the most top smartest physicists at the end of the day if they're being entirely honest their answer is the exact same as your and my, yours and mine which is they don't really know either yeah you know there's they don't know yet they don't know we don't know yeah it's crazy so the james webb telescope is going to provide the data to tell us the origins <laughs> of the universe james webb is going to be like yo so we found out what happened before the big bang sophie was right there was nothing and we don't know why and then they're gonna be like Punk revolution now? <laughs> Why did you try mansplaining the idea that there's no such thing as an origin and it's always existed? That was a dumb wrong idea. You're just trying no. to be, you're trying to mansplain. Oh, God. Why do we have to end in the most well, I, I have, segment? I have some, okay. It, I think that's a, a common pattern. I think that should be our thing. That I mansplain? Yeah, you like That's man- a horrible pattern. <laughs> it's okay. The hor- it's consensual. No. Oh, it hurts his little feminist brain to do that. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. Like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, punk revolution now. Yeah, he mansplains a lot, but oh, it's it's fine. It's okay. it's okay. Like that's what he's like. Oh, they're gonna be like they're gonna be like Sophie, stay away from that guy. It's okay. It's okay. But have okay. Have you ever like heard? And I'm sure this has been debunked. Like comparisons of like the universe to an organism. So like galaxies are like cells or like planets are like cells and like there's like comparison pictures of like a brain like and like neurons or whatever and like what the universe looks like have you heard that before i've heard that before and you know what not only have i heard it i think the james webb photos are even more ammo for that kind of like thought process i feel like it's been debunked kind of but like if i'm looking at the pictures and they look extremely like similar oh i mean i'm sure there's an article from forbes is the universe itself alive yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure like if you take it to a more literal direction of like the universe is an, an organism you're gonna it's it's probably not that's probably bullcrap but i will i mean it, i mean it's interesting though because like what if we're just like microbes or like microbacteria, like, like a type of you know, like we're analogous to that the in the James, scheme of things. The James Webb Telescope is gonna tell us. What if we're a part of God? What if we're God's God's body? What if we're little like tiny bacteria in God's body? That'd be kind of crazy, right? Based, based news network. Are you learning based news right now? Well, think about it. Do you, does it make sense? Like, I mean, very, like, spiritually, like, if there is a God, like, or, like, whatever, I, I, what if God is, like, the universe, and we're in the universe, like, we're just a little, like, tiny cell. The Earth is, like, a tiny cell in, a, in the body of something bigger. I mean, who knows? Like, we really don't know. Sophie, have you been smoking my weed? Did no, you smoke no weed? I don't smoke weed. Did you smoke my I weed? I don't smoke weed. Good. Neither do I. Stay away from that stuff because it's going to make you think about God and the whole universe being a God and us being God too. Even though we need to listen to the James Webb Telescope's data 
to determine the facts about the universe. And we're not going to fill in the blanks with our religious mumbo jumbo. Because before you know it, you're going to end up with a dead prime minister of Japan. Wow, you really, really tied it all together. That was awesome. Yeah. Do you have any more thoughts on, like, like philosophically speaking, on, like, the universe? Like, what do you think? My philosophical thought is I've been very interested. I've been very interested. And I, please, everyone, please. Oh, no. I don't even want to say this because everyone's going to roll their eyes. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please read into the UFO stuff about what the, the United States military. This is the United States government. This is this is out of their mind. Like you just listen to them. Don't even listen to me. Just listen to them and you're going to be a little bit freaked freaked out. Because you're an alien truther like really? No, don't oh. don't say I'm a truther. <laughs> say I am someone who simply is listening and reading mm-hmm. what in 2022 the United States government is releasing about the U- the the UFOs they're seeing and how they this is like this is like it's not just like oh we kind of have these fuzzy pictures it's like pilots who are talking about yeah it was terrifying we almost crashed into it it wasn't moving we kept seeing it in the same spot we kept going there we couldn't get it it was impossible for us to get i mean they could be lying who knows maybe the military is lying the united states the united states military lies a lot they could be lying but it sounds scary so the James Webb Telescope will find the answers. So you are, so you genuinely think that there are like aliens that are like hovering the Earth based on this information. I would, I would, I would put a probably probably a good thirty percent chance. Wow, that's that's a lot. It is, it is. Because I've heard an argument that like you know UFO is an unidentified flying object, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's like an alien ship. It could be like some. I mean, although that would be odd. All right, you know what? Next episode, I we're gonna like uh, yes, it would be odd. It's the if there were an if there were aliens who were just like flying around above the ocean, it would absolutely be, you know, just destroy everything we understand about physics because it, it doesn't it doesn't seem possible for aliens to be able to, you know, travel thousands of light speeds to Earth and then. It's interesting hang out. that you believe this because like. You're not, like, pro-conspiracy theory, really. And, I mean, I know you're saying that, yes, these are this is documented, like, information that you can find that's true. But I feel like there are more believable um, explanations. But that's just my belief. But I, it's, I'm actually optimistic that you think it's aliens because I know you're smart. And if you believe it, then maybe it's true. Yeah, I mean, this is why it's like hard to talk about this because I know people like the like the fact that like I'm kind of even open mindedly considering it already seems kind of wacky. So that's why I'm just saying like you should watch the interviews with this is stuff that's coming out this year. This is stuff that's like been coming out in the past few months. Like this is fresh new stuff. This is not me. Oh, look at this image from 2013. This is like literally documents. Yeah, I remember when it happened. Yeah, like yeah. It, no, you're right. It, it, it's just that like. Are they aliens or like why? What if they're like some foreign like ship that's like, you know, like maybe, maybe it's, not. It's I don't po- know. It's t- it is possible. It could be. It could be um, that some country in the world has secret technology that's like anti gravity technology, and they are spying on our government. It could. That's that's totally possible. 
Do you um, think that's more po- do you think that's more possible than aliens? Um no. Honestly no. What do these aliens look like? Like what so they're like so humanoid that they can fly ships and like build human looking like close enough looking ships? Like how would, if they were aliens, how would how would we even like we might not even be able to perceive them? All right, at give me all. give me a second. I'm gonna pull this up. I'm gonna pull this no, up. No, I know I know I know what happened. Let me let me let me just because I want to be able to quote this. You know what I mean? I got mm. I need to be able to quote a line from the article. Oh, that's right. You sent me this, and I still haven't read. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This is from the thing you sent me, and I didn't read it. Fuck. I mean, um, fraud. Just cut that out. I don't. I'm not. I've hit rock. I've 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 hit rock. Bottom. I sent this so long ago I that know. it's gonna be hard to just find. Just search in your like text like the UFO, and then it'll come up. All right, UFO. By, oh, oh, I'm I, sorry. I, I searched UFO and what came up. By the way, Sophie, did you get a chance to read that UFO article I sent I, you? No, I forgot. I'm sorry. And here I'm it is. Read it. I'm sorry. Here we go. I'm going to read some quotes here. All right. He- headline, this is from The Hill. Stunned by UFOs, exasperated fighter pilots get little help from the Pentagon. So this is this is not even the U.S. government. These are pilots. And pilots can lie. They could lie because they want to be in the, the, the news. But let me just read a little bit of what they saw. We'd go on a flight in the morning. They'd be out there. You go on a flight in the evening. They're out there. They were pretty much always there when we went out there. Asked whether the UFOs could be mundane objects such as balloons or drones. Graves told me, we don't see those out there in training areas. I see those near airports. I see those over the continental U.S., but don't see those in working areas. We're way out there, in some cases hundreds of miles out to sea, and yet there's air traffic operating, and they're operating in ways that are befuddling our aviators. And this, listen to this, listen, listen to this description here. Listen to this description, let me me find it. They're still out here. They looked exactly like what you said, a cube in a sphere. Think about that. He's saying, he's describing it as a cube within a sphere that's just hanging out, like like they're flying out there. They're seeing it. They don't know what it is. They're for whatever reason they're that not. Sounds, that sounds really abstract. Yes, like, it's it's weird. Huh. It's weird. And like what they're saying is they keep telling the Pentagon like we need we need some help here because we're worried we're gonna crash into it. This is the areas we're flying over, and we're flying really fast. We 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 see these things. We don't know what they are. We're worried we're gonna crash. And the Pentagon. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. This sounds very conspiracy theory. This is this is like this is legit, though. I promise you. You know what? I'm gonna cut this out. Just no, trust me. Wait, don't cut it out. I mean, it's interesting. All right, fine. But anyways, we're at time now. We're at time. The point is, is James Webb Telescope is going to answer all these questions. I am an optimist. I think I think that NASA doesn't want to get our hopes up too much because no scientist wants to say, oh, the telescope is gonna tell us. Everything. I think James Webb is going to tell us everything. I think James Webb is going to tell us the origins. Do you origins. really believe that? Uh, probably not. Oh, I'm but sorry. I, I, think, I, think, I think more people should be excited about it than they are, and it goes further than pretty pictures. I think scientists are going to discover stuff. Hopefully. We'll see. And with that was a fact. UFOs are real, based on facts. Punk revolution. Sophie, say goodbye. Goodbye. Punk revolution. Uh, base news. Base news. Well.